I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Oh my gosh, what I found in the wash. It is an ancient t-shirt from my WNBC radio days, and it says, quote, the Dick Summer Holy City of Brooklyn Stickball Championship and Doo-Wop Festival Extravaganza. <laughs> and the shirt still fits. As a matter of fact, it looks a little chesty there. But what, you might say, was the Dick Summer Holy City of Brooklyn Stickball Championship and Doo-Wop Festival Extravaganza? And that would be a good question. It was fun. That's what it was. See, there was a time when we used to have fun on the radio, and I remember that time very well. We didn't play as many songs as today's radio guys play because fun takes some time. And this particular hunk of fun was exactly what the title says. We made arrangements with the city to use the parking lot at Brooklyn's Reese Park. And we had a free, fun day with our listeners. Doo-wop groups from all over town got to sing. And we had a stickball home run derby, and we had all kinds of good Brooklyn food, hot dogs from Nathan's, cheesecakes from Junior's, all kinds of good stuff. Oh yeah, we did play a couple of songs too. Yeah, I, I don't hear a lot of fun on the radio anymore. With some wonderful exceptions, almost every station I hear has either lots of songs repeated lots of times or angry talk show hosts encouraging everyone to form into mobs, grab stones, and throw them at the government. That's not fun. I was lucky enough to work at stations that had remote trailers, and we used them to get out to amusement parks and landmarks around the city and and beaches in the summertime. So we got to meet the folks who listened, and we had fun with them right on the air. I especially enjoyed the broadcast from the beach. (laughs) One of the fun things I did was wet bikini contests. Yeah, I know, sexist. But as Big Louie says in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, as it says in my book, if God didn't want us to be sexist, why did he give us sex? Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff. That's no fun in your life out the other ear, and you can grab a grin and win. It is said that when a male chimpanzee spots an attractive female chimpanzee, the guy climbs up the nearest tree and he tosses twigs down at her. If she is interested, she climbs up the tree to meet him. So I'm thinking if you guys haven't been having too much luck at a singles bar, try taking a walk in the park. Climb a tree. Put a little suggestion. If a lady climbs up a tree towards you, I would check to see if she is excessively hairy, if I were you. (laughs) If the answer is sis boom ba, what is the question? 
If the answer is Sisbumba, what is the question? Don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. I just saw a commercial that said four out of five dentists recommend sugarless gum. Don't you think it'd be kind of fun to meet that fifth guy? You know, the dentist who says, go ahead, kid, chew up that good sugary gum. And I've been seeing so many Viagra commercials that I've been waiting for some chemist to write a tell-all book, claiming that he has found that Viagra is really just a placebo. I think that would leave a lot of guys' love lives pretty limp. Don't you? All right. If the answer is sis boom bob, the question, of course, is what is the sound that an exploding sheep makes? Sis boom bob. Credit or blame, as the case may be, for that one is due to the late, great Johnny Carson. All Louie Louie generation folks remember Johnny Carson? Huh? You do, don't you? Dicks the tails, they take your mind off your mind. A little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug. If you like them, please tell a couple of friends, will you? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. Oh my gosh, what I found in the wash. That old t-shirt that I found started a lot of fun radio memories going around in my head. Stuff I used to do on the air. We had toilet paper unrolling contests, ice cube tossing contests, slinky races, the Great Bait Society. Great Bait Society, uh, we explained the importance of grapes, like what is purple and hides in the ocean? And that's Moby Grape, you know, the Great Bait Society. And my password, I told my listeners that any time some nasty guy threatens them, just say the password, and the nasty guy will back away. Want to hear the password? One and two duck, three spoken geese, four limerick oysters, five couple of bobbitses, six peels of dino basil tweezers, seven thousand Macedonians in full salary, eight rats, monkeys on the ancient sacred trips of Egypt, Nine apathetic, sympathetic, diabetic, old men on roller skates with a mock pro, presence, to procrastination and slop. Ten! Miracles, miracle, diabolical denizens of the deep blue hall. Stall around the corner of the crow, of the gray, of the queasy at the very same time. By the way, the, the, the case is sensitive to the password. <laughs> we did, I guess you could call it theater of the mind radio. We had boy and girl watcher postcards with a hole punched in the middle so you could hide behind the card and watch unobserved. <laughs> See, obviously, if the watch-e giggled, the watch-er had a good start because giggles are good. And if the watch-e ignored the silly thing, the watch-er didn't have to feel rejected. Eh, theater of the mind. Watchers and watchees would write or sometimes call in with the results, and there was a lot of imagination going on there, theater of the mind. But we also did stuff that I called theater of the heart. This is an air check from something I did on the air. The engineer happened to have tape rolling, and it was about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I was hurting. And sometimes in the middle of the night... You just sit there and you 
listening for a smile. Maybe if you listen closely enough, you can hear it. <laughs> Almost seems like a silly concept, but if you've been through it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I miss you. I miss lying on newly green May warm grass with you, licking strawberry ice cream from our fingers because we forgot to bring spoons. I miss you waking up afraid in thunderstorms. Your smile under closed eyes when your hand sneaks into mine. I miss the natural scent of you between clean sheets. And finding strands of your hair curled into question marks on my sleeve, as if you were still there, asking, "Do you love me?" I miss the little things that you could do for yourself, opening jars and killing spiders for you. I miss the clenching and caressing of making love with you, the way you smile when we. We'd poetry together. There was a time when you made me feel that you breathe because I wanted you to. There was a time I believed in yesterday, but I miss you too much for that. Because yesterday never comes again. Missing her, a lady who is now my lady wonder wench. But back then, I thought I would never see her again, and it hurt. Ooh, how I missed her! Turns out, lots of people listening were missing somebody too. Lots of the people listening there in the middle of the night were hurting, just like I was, hurting bad. And you know, sometimes it helps if you know you have some company when you hurt. story is called I Miss You. It's now part of my Bedtime Stories Spoken Word CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Bedtime Stories icon on the homepage. Oh my gosh, what I found in the wash. Radio memories. I had a Venus flytrap that I kept in the studio. Venus flytraps eat flies, as you probably know, so I decided to call my Venus flytrap Irving II. Venus flytrap supreme, super plant, faster than a speeding clump of crabgrass, able to leap tall garbage heaps with a single jump. <laughs> we had sound effect fights between Irving II and, and Super Mosquito. I usually had a caller on the phone during these fights, and I, I like to have a, a caller who rooted for Super Mosquito. <laughs> oh my gosh, what I found in the wash. Radio memories. 
I found out that it was the Duke of Shrewsbury who first figured out that you could make something tasty and handy if you put a hunk of meat between two slices of bread. So I explained how the evil Earl of Sandwich stole the Duke's idea, and we need to rename the sandwich. We need to call that something succulent between a couple of slices of bread. We need to call it a Shrewsbury. Go to the restaurant, ask for a ham and cheese Shrewsbury, you know? I gave the Top Crumb Award to listeners who spread the word like that. Top Crumb was from my lunchtime Shrewsbury. <laughs> and lots of the restaurants actually put Shrewsburys on the menu. That was such kicks. And I was on the air in Boston when Martin Luther King was murdered. It was such anger and hate on the phones that night. The city was ready to explode. And I found that at a time like that, theater of the heart, can help. And sometimes you do theater of the heart, not so much by the words that you say, but it's by how you're saying those words. I like to think I helped a little. Oh my gosh. What I found in the wash. Memories from radio from long, long ago. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.